Hello, cool. everyone. Welcome to Exploit It. I'm Alexis Strowski. I'm Kevin Daly. And this week we are talking about, and I really don't want to say this title, Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill, directed by Jared, Co- Jared Cohen from 2017. <laughs> All right, let's load up. We got a big show. We got to be there by two. Stop! What do you want? Leave the girl alone. What the hell is going on? Happy Halloween. Oh, thank God. Blue on you, huh? Sure did. I got a van to my uncle's house. There you go. Welcome to the basement. You know the origin of Halloween. Fear. Consider this your celebration. Misty? We are not lab rats! Oh, come on, it's Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. (laughs) What? Is going on. Look at I This is in fact a movie that exists. Yeah, see the movie we were gonna do for Halloween um wasn't easily available streaming, so I went on Tubi, typed the word Halloween and grabbed the first thing that sounded weird. And, yeah. Yeah, it's Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. It's a Halloween-themed horror film. So let's go right into this. The title itself is kind of an homage to the film Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Right. All right, the movie starts October 31st, 2004, and we're in Afghanistan? I guess. It's it's not... Specifically stated, but it seems that way. It looks like a Call of Duty game. Um, you have these jihadists running through a building to screaming, Allah, Allah, Allah! And then the US m- Marines are there, and there's this huge fucking gun battle. And yeah. I, but I don't know it's, what's happening. What kind of fucking Halloween movie is this? Right. I, I thought I had loaded the wrong movie up for a second. Yeah, I kept pausing it to make sure. Nope, nope, that's the title. Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. Um, like, did they just slap this on to Jarhead and call it a day? Like, And all of the movie's budget went into this. They've got, like, a fucking tank they're driving around. Uh, some suicide machine gunner is, like, driving this, you know, mechanical infantry thing. It's just, what the fuck is happening? It definitely has that hoorah American soldiery vibe to it. It actually looks like a. It could have been Call of Duty the film. Yeah, and we have one soldier that goes around and he uses like stealth tactics to sneak up and take out a couple jihadists. But in the end, the jihadists capture them all. They kill them and they capture like three guys. Yeah, in a. Uh, usually, don't see the the U.S. forces in an American film lose. Yeah. And so the one guy that speaks English is in 
interrogating these soldiers. And he's like, I want to know what Halloween is. And it's like, what the fuck? And none of, nobody's answering. One guy's like, fuck your mother and father in the ass. And he gets beheaded. Yeah, in a very slow, drawn out manner. And they get down to one, one dude that we don't really see. And he's just, tell me the meaning of Halloween. And they they cut his face off. Yeah, pretty graphically too. Yeah, and you just see just like this skull and muscle screaming and then this voiceover that's like, I you suffered know, and there will be justice. And I, you know, I'm not going to lie, I appreciate the, uh, the practical effects here. Yeah, just I don't appreciate the storytelling. Like, what the fuck is <laughs> Oh that no, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. Do we ever really get an answer, by the way? <laughs> of what the meaning of Halloween is? Well, yeah, of course, but... I mean, what the fuck this guy's talking about? Yes, he got his face cut off, and then something happens to him. Yeah, and so we cut to the credits. You know, just a bunch of people out partying on Halloween. There's this song playing that it sounds like a typo negative song, and it's somebody going... Today is October 15th. I actually like the soundtrack. It's got this, like, dark wave, gothy, industrial vibe to it. Yep. And during these credits, we find out that um, Richard Grieco is in this movie playing... (laughs) Yes, he is. You know, playing, what's that character's name? Dale? Dale, that's right. Richard Grieco is Dale, and Dave Mustaine has the voice of... The, the guy. Called it, what do they call him? The mastermind or something? They couldn't think of anybody like... Okay, let, let's just let's just say it right now. This is a Saw ripoff. Oh, it completely is. This is Saw-sploitation. And uh, instead of giving a, the guy a cool name like Jigsaw, he's just the mastermind. <laughs> they couldn't think of fucking anything. I couldn't really give him much of a backstory either. Just, oh, he got hurt in Afghanistan, so now he kills people? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's basically the same plot thread from Saw, right? It's like I want people to appreciate life. Yeah, something. but then there's weird. Then there's some weird shit that kind of is attached to that, which we can come back to in a bit because nothing fucking makes sense once you break in, bring in the other bits of it. The credits also promise us a live performance from a band called Kill Pussy Kill, which this is the very next scene. The band Kill Pussy Kill is performing. I don't know anything about this band. Me neither, but they kind of suck. Yep, and apparently they're also our main characters. Right. And it's a bunch of women, and they're like, we're going to go on the road and do this show. We're going to go play at Death Fest. It's like Josie and the Pussycats if it were a torture porn film. Basically, and they're dressed in ridiculous costumes. Just the girls, though. They got like tutus and panties. One's like pink schoolgirl outfit. I'm assuming these are Halloween costumes now that I think about it. But then again, they're a live show. It might be their staged costumes. Yeah, or it could be the staged costumes for Halloween. Could be. Because I've seen a few bands. Uh, I've seen Real Big Fish perform in costume on Halloween before. So, I mean, it, it is done. But then there's bands like Guar and that only perform in costume. Right, or Kiss, or Slipknot, or... Yeah. Mud, mud vein shit, yeah. Right. We don't know much about this band. Um, and we yeah, we never really do. And one girl, Misty, she goes off with this guy's speed, they start making out and he decides to, to try and rape her. We get 
uh, Booba, 11 minutes into some, the movie. Some early Booba. Um, but it's very uncomfortable because he's trying to rape her. Actually, all the Booba in this movie, there's a couple of scenes of Booba, and they're all uncomfortable Booba. Yeah, they are all uncomfortable. <laughs> but she is screaming at him to stop, and then some old dude in a wheelchair, which we learn is our, our veteran, Dave right. Stain's voice, is pounding on, on the, down, the, the door like, What's all? Are you okay? You okay? And Speed gets out just insane and beats the shit out of this dude. Yep. Just kicks his wheelchair down, and Misty's just, oh my god, like, the rape wasn't bad enough, now you're beating up some deformed cripple dude, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, this guy's a real winner. Yeah, um, and he looks terrible, he has really spotty facial hair that th- irritated the shit out of him. He looks like, what's that dude's name, who's dating Kim Kardashian for a bit? Pete it's Davidson? Like Pete Davidson, that's what he looked like to me the whole time, and it made me kind of want throw up a little bit in my mouth. He does look like Pete Davidson, and actually, no, no, I don't know if he acts like him. <laughs> God, yeah, it actually kind of made me physically ill. But the character actually made me physically ill. I referred to the, uh, the, the man in the wheelchair in my notes, his wheels. That's a better name than he got. Yeah, dumbass for mind. <laughs> I'm down with wheels. And he leaves for a bit, and the rest of the band comes out, and... Misty explains what happened, and everybody's like, Oh my god, Speed, you are a piece of shit. Get the hell out of here. And they like, kick him out of the band right there on the spot. Yeah. Yep. And um, as he's leaving, Wheels comes back, and he tells them all, he's like, Are you friends with that guy? And nobody answers. And he's, he's like, Well, you're going to pay for being friends with that guy. Like, they might have been friends a minute ago. Yeah. But then he tried to rape one of them, and they kicked him out of the band. Yes. Told him to go fuck off. And Speed just stomps around the city streets and runs into... I don't know if they're gay guys, because the way they like, Oh yeah, let's let's get this guy to join us. And they're like, yeah. women, huh? Yeah. Women. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. And they're, they're, I mean, they are, it is relevant, because it does show up again later. But yeah. Jesus Christ. But then everyone, they're like, okay, let's go on to Death Fest. We've ditched speed. Let's get moving. And right, They have their manager slash roadie who looks like he's in like a Swedish melodic metal band. Yeah, his name is Roger. Roger, that's right. Because <laughs> we got the girls in the band are Misty. It's the one that we saw that we almost raped. The pink school girl one is Bridgette. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that's wearing, like, pink fishnet stockings that you see your panties under and the, the purple tutu, the rainbow tutu, is Cat. And then Amber's, like, the leader of the band. And she's a singer, right? Yeah. Um, but there's, there's one more, too, right? There is, but I can't read my handwriting. Oh. Well, there's Misty. <laughs> Yeah, they're all Misty, obviously. But they stop at a gas station, and Misty just up and vanishes. They're like, oh, she must be doing meth in the bathroom. Like, they all hate Misty now. They resent her for Speed getting kicked out of the band. Like, they suddenly turned on her. I think that they're sick of her smoking meth all the time, too, to be fair. Yeah, and they can't find her anywhere. That's when, um... Dale. Greco comes yeah, out. Yeah, Greco comes just out like he was just sleeping in this truck. 
and he's drinking. He's like, whoa, whoa, I had so much. Who are you people? <laughs> and the car doesn't start. And so Dale's like, oh, well, I can I can fix it for you. I can drive you to a, a place where you can get a ride. Not at all. And so they all pop into Dale's van. And there's yep, this good decision. interesting line, because they're like, how far is it? It's a yonder. <laughs> and well, how far is a yonder? Which we, we get that scale of measurement later. <laughs> but they t- he takes them to this, like, tiny-ass little house that's all decorated for Halloween. Like this random shack in the woods. Yeah, it's like tiny, tiny. Yeah, super tiny. And he's like, oh, look, I got a, ho- a Halloween costume, too. And he puts on a gas mask and then hits some button in the car and gasses them all out and they're unconscious. I appreciate that the gas mask doubles both as a device to keep them from inhaling the pass-out gas and a nice little reference to My Bloody Valentine. Takes them all down to the basement and, you know, here begins the saw stuff. <laughs> yep, that's what I wrote, literally. And now for the saw style stuff. Yeah, because they, they wake up and they're like, oh no, where are we? And we get Dave Mustaine's voice as the mastermind. Basically, just Dave Mustaine doing Dave Mustaine. Yeah. It's just like, or inside my head, it's like, hello, me, it's me again. Yeah, it's like, like, you get that whole voice, I'm like, okay, yes, Dave, we know it's you. He's like, let's get this work started, people. You now that you're awake, and he hits a button and releases a gas, and everybody just starts hallucinating. And a scene that is way, way more arty than it should be for this kind of movie. And everyone is hallucinating monsters and clowns, except for, I guess, it's, is it Bridget that's hallucinating Bridget. a judgmental grandma? Right. It's like, you should have gone to college, you're nothing but a slut. Your grandfather and I hate you. You know what great is if any of this this scene was relevant later. No, it absolutely none of it is. It's none of this makes any difference at all. And because then, you know, mastermind hits a button that cuts off the gas, and instantly the hallucinations are gone. And we never bring up any of that again. No, we never do. Um, he's like, okay, you know. What's going to happen is that you're going to have to advance to the next room, but before you do that, you have to kill somebody. And yeah, like, it kind of reminds me. That kind of reminds me of the movie uh, or the game Zero Escape. Um, it's the most easiest escape room in the world. Just kill somebody. No puzzle it's, involved. It, just kill somebody. It is true. I mean, the way out is 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 very obvious. And he's like, whoever finds the gun hidden in the room. Sometimes the simplest decisions are the most difficult, though, as he points out later in the movie. And he's like, well, let me make it easier. And he presses a button and Misty tumbles into the room. Yeah. With half of a face. (laughs) Yeah. She's uh, been cut up pretty good. And they're like, okay, let's put Misty out of our misery. Out of her misery. And they're like, no, no, that's pretty fucked up to do. Yeah, but if we've got to kill somebody, it might as well be Misty. She smokes meth and is now disfigured, so let's kill her. <laughs> well, none of these girls, at, at this point we can tell, none of these girls are good in the face of pressure. And they all actually hate each other. Oh, they all hate each other completely. So they're a pretty good pick for this, because they actually will kill each other. It doesn't really 
Because like on their souls to murder their girlfriends. Nothing, nothing happens. Like other than them being trapped in the room with each other before they start wanting to kill each other. Um. Well, like no. the first thing they do is start tripping, they start freaking out and being like, it's "You, you got us here!" And then they're trying to. Meanwhile, Roger's like, "Ho, ho, ho! None of that shit." These girls are like cat fighting right off the bat before Dave Mustaine's voice ever appears in their heads. Yeah, and so they do take a minute deciding about it to where Dave Mustaine's like, oh, well, here, the machine will activate. And he pushes a button that just starts making it rain acid everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's here where he, somebody, like, disconnects the, the pipe to stop the rain. Yeah, Roger pulls. Yeah, Roger's like, ha-ha. And he's like, oh, my room has many things. <laughs> and so they, um, who has the gun? I can't even remember. Bridget. Bridget has the Bridget. gun. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'm going to kill Misty. And Roger's like, no, no, no. Don't kill anybody. That's what he wants you to do. They're like, yeah, we know. That's what he wants us to do. So we're going to do it. <laughs> and um, she pulls the trigger and gets a twofer. She kills Roger and M- Misty with one That's because Roger tries to block a bullet with his body and fails. Yeah. And... The uh, fucking Dave Mustaine's mastermind gives some lecture about veterans, and he's like, great men fought and died for your freedom and this country. And I'm like, oh, good lord. I don't know if this thing is, like, pro-veteran or anti-veteran. Well, I mean, if the movie was actually well-made, there could have been something about how, something to be said about how poorly we treat our veterans uh, post-return from combat situations and how shitty we discard them and refuse to treat their PTSD. But no, it's a shitty movie and it doesn't, it's just a, just an excuse. It gives them the, the jigsaw excuse of, I'm trying to make you appreciate your survival sort of shit. And he tells them, welcome to the second room, but we leave them for a while to meet this dude's fucking family. Okay. And this is where all of it falls apart. Up until this point, it's a serviceable saw knockoff. They, and now these two fucking appear. And they are just so, what the fuck? He's got, like, is it his wife, I guess? That's my assumption? This crazy-looking woman, uh, kind of looks like Lauren Boebert, but I don't want to be political, but that's who she looks like. <laughs> um, she's got the long, dark hair and the glasses, and she's just fucking insane. She's like, oh, looking at the cameras, these people dress like fucking assholes. You're going to kill them, all right, honey? And they have their baby? I don't know. It's like a 60-year-old dwarf woman that's just acting like a baby? And I mean, yeah. I don't know. And she just gets on this like little rocking horse and is screaming. They don't contribute I mean, anything. I don't, I, yeah. This is the only time we see her. No, we the see daughter. her a couple times. Oh, do we see her again? Let's I know the wife we see a few times. Well, I... Yeah, because um, there's a knock at the door and the wife's like, Oh, trick-or-treaters! Because apparently some woman took her kids to the middle of the fucking woods to this one shed. Yeah. And... You know, this wife is so motivated. She's like, a piece for you and a piece for you. And these kids are like, what, one piece of candy, you fucking cheapskate woman? 
And the mom tells them to say thank you. Before the lady's like, oh, I do have something else for you. And just fucking kills them all. <laughs> yeah, throws a grenade and kills them all. And, and my notes just say in caps, a grenade? <laughs> Question mark exclamation. I'm going to leave my commentary about some of these scenes until the end. <laughs> yeah, and then the, we we meet up with Speed again for a little bit. Who is now on a bender with these random dudes that he met. Yeah, they are all doing all of the drugs. We learned that the other guy, there's the one talkative brother, and I don't even know if they had names. Because then there's the other brother with the beard that's just tripping out the whole time. He he doesn't really talk yet. I think they did have names, but honestly, and yeah. Speed's like, oh, hey, I lost my band. They left me, so you're going to take me to the concert so I can reunite with the band. And they don't question this. They just say, okay, let's go. Yeah, they're like partying out, doing tons of drugs. There's like strippers, and then he just goes, ah, fuck this shit. Let's go. Go. Let's go to my band, you know, and so they all go like, out. I could have thought about that before you started trying to rape one of them. And then we get another random-ass scene of people in the woods trick-or-treating at this fucking shed. And, um... Yep. It's some teenagers that knock on the door. And... No, no answer, so they decide that they're gonna leave. And then fucking Dave Mustaine guy just opens the door and just fucking shotguns them all down and going, Happy Halloween! And then he just rolls himself back in. Wife comes out and goes, Oh, come on, I, I just couldn't make the door in time. Yeah, like, like she's the only thing that stands behind certain death and probable death. <laughs> right. She would have done them anyway, what? though. <laughs> and then she walks out, yeah, probably, and then walks out and gets, what does she say? She likes something that he had. A mask. Like, oh, this is a oh, pretty mask. I like this mask. I'm going to take this mask. Yeah. And then drags the bodies out to be buried somewhere random, presumably. And we also have another scene inside where we also, when we see inside, this tiny little shed is just one staircase. That's the only thing. It's a staircase to a basement. Yeah. So how the fuck did wheels get to the front door? I, he would have had to know. go through the first the rooms of his own trap. <laughs> Maybe he did. And then I mean, by this up time, the stairs. I mean, by the time the by this time the girls were already in room two. So yeah, but there was no other entrance to room one, so he would have to roll right <laughs> past them in room two. But we get him sitting at his console, and they decide this is the other scene with the daughter, where it's like it's bedtime. I'm watching oh, yeah, Daddy yeah. play. No, no, no time for bed. <laughs> and then they're gone for a while. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck's going on with those. I yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway. And we get, back to the murder. Yeah, we get room two. No, we with Speed shows up, and he's in room one with those guys, and they just get knocked out. Is all. Yeah, I mean, Speed shows up at the gas station where Dale is. Oh, yeah. And, then, and Dale says, oh, yeah, your friend went to this place up there. It's two miles away. And I'm like, that's how long a yonder is then. Good to know. Yep, a yonder is two miles. 
But yeah, they go in there and get knocked out. And so this room two is the same as room one. Just you have to kill somebody. It's not the most creative of uh, of games. Yeah, it's not like Saw's like, oh, you have to solve this puzzle. You have to like cut your leg off to do this thing or, you know, it's just you got to kill somebody. Because I guess like he's all about sacrifice, but he takes it very, very literally in this case. Yeah, and then uh, Cat kills Bridget is what I have. Cat is bad. <laughs> well, with this, I'm just gonna kill myself. I'm a terrible, terrible person. You know, I'm just gonna commit suicide. And so she takes the gun to kill herself, but then says "nah" and just shoots Bridget. Well, so Speed and his 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 boys are dying from sarin gas in the other room. Oh, that's the motivation. It's like, yeah. And Mustaine's like, haha, one of you can die, and I'll even release your, I'll even, you know, I won't kill your friends. Or, you can kill, you can just let them go, and die, they can die, and all of you can move on. Yeah, and they first make the case of, well, that's Speed, the fucking evil rapist, let him die. But we don't even know yeah. who these other people are. That's, yeah, Brid- Bridget says basically the effect of you know, who cares about them? They're not us. They're not us, and Speed is a piece of shit. I don't even. Speed's a piece of shit, and I don't know those other guys. But Cat- so this kind of vari- variation on the trolley problem, right? It's like one of them can die to save three people, or all of them can live. This, you know. Yeah, and so after they kill Bridget, Cat runs in there, and she's like, "Oh, yay, Speed!" Like instantly forgiven. <laughs> Well, no, Kat, they don't. Uh, they don't open the door or anything. They just turn off the gas. And he's like, "I didn't say I'd let them go." Oh, but they right. are alive. Because Dale goes into that room. Yeah. And Dale kills the uh, <clears throat> the bearded guy that was just tripping out, claiming that he uh, putting down a sick dog. Yeah, and you put an old dog down. And then they, they fight a bit, and Dale has a random line where he just says, I bit my tongue. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember why he says it. He just goes, I bit my tongue. I think he gets hit with something, or someone punches him, or... I think it might have been... Because at some point, Speed ends up with a shotgun. Yes, and I have a note here, is that he cocks this shotgun like three, four times. He punctuates <laughs> like every line and threat with scratching the gun and it's like you only can cock it once you know this is the part where we learn that speed is a psychopath yeah because he's like i'm gonna kill your friend i'm gonna kill your friend uh dave mustaine guy doesn't really care and so steve just pulls out dale's fucking eye yeah he gets a nail off the ground just gouges out his eye it's like wow you might have out psychoed the psycho yeah and so you know, Mustaine's like, okay, fuck, Jesus, and lets him into the next room. And so, you know, it's Speed drags Dale into this room, and he's got the shotgun on the girls, the girls have a gun on him. And, and Dale is calm, it doesn't, nothing gets to Dale. Yeah, Dale's like, oh, this is a Mexican standoff. And I put no Dale, it's just a regular-ass standoff. <laughs> 
I like to point at this point when he says that. Completely calm, he's been shot in the leg, shot in the kneecap with a shotgun, and had his eye and gouged his, out. And had his eye gouged out with a nail. And nothing seems to phase this dude. And they're like, they finally, Speed and the girls make men's like, okay, we're on the same side. Speed begins screaming about like, I'm gonna hurt your your friend if you don't let us into the next room. Dale just nonchalant, oh, you're gonna beat up on old Dale again. And he gets up like he's ready to take a beating. <laughs> he does open the door, but then he turns on the gun. <laughs> yeah, it's a sentry gun. gun. Sentry gun. Yeah. A sentry gun that's a nail gun, and it gets somebody. Cat gets shot in the back. Yeah. Shoulder. And she goes the wrong way down to the fucking beginning of the Yeah, she ends up way room. back in room one. I have a weird note that makes no sense. <laughs> it just says, around. Oh, no, they get into, like, ducks and everything. Yes, okay, I remember where I was going. There's also a tor- terrible scene where he's using, like, sound to try to hurt people. I don't even know yeah, what the fuck's going on. Yeah, he's torturing Cat with sound. And it's, like, the worst, like, no-budget effects ever. Like, it's just, like, the camera shaking. Yeah, and she's just holding her head and going, Ow! Like, the sound hurts so much. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. And everyone else is running around in basement set. There's, like, big boilers and things like that around. And all these hallways. And I'm thinking, this is all underneath that tiny-ass little shack. Yeah, I I think my note was, how did they build this? Yeah, why? Yeah, and... Why? It's one hell of a a facility. Yeah, and so they, um... Maybe it's an old, like, missile silo or something. The motherfucker just built the thing on the top of the entrance for. Is it like a fake house? It could be, actually. Because we get this, like, creaky-ass old elevator. Dale kills Speed. I got that. Yeah, Speed and whoever the final girl is whose name escapes me. Amber. Oh, Amber is the final girl. Okay. Are like escaping off into the thing. Speed goes, "Hold on, I see some breakers." So he wants to try to like make it so that all the doors open, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fucking around with the breakers, turning them on and off. The lights are turning on and off, and Dale comes from behind somehow with a spiked club and just buries it into the back of Speed's head. And then Dale goes. And then tries to rape Amber. Yeah, (laughs) rips her top open. Which has barely been on this entire time. Uncomfortable booba scene too. Yeah. Then he just starts then, grabbing it. And then she strangles him with some rope that's nearby. Yeah. And so they, uh, Dave Mustaine gets back on the radio. And is... No, no, he doesn't. It's some other weird-ass game show voice that's like, Please step in the elevator to collect your prize. <laughs> And so she gets yeah. in the elevator and goes upstairs and meets the uh, the guy, Dave Mustaine. Wheels. Yeah, meets wheels. wheels. It's like, why'd you do this? Oh, well, well you have freedom and uh, you don't respect your freedom and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you've made the hard decisions. You need to make one more. And he's like, shoot me. You're just about <laughs> to kill me. You have one minute to kill me. And so she doesn't, she's like, well, this is the easiest decision ever, and just fucking kills him. 
And then goes up and takes like the mask off and sees that it's Cat. And there's some dynamite on her lap. Yeah. So the facility's about to self-destruct in 20 seconds. And so she runs out the door and right into a pit. Yep. Where she's now impaled on spikes at the bottom of the pit. Yep, turns out the dynamite was not actually rigged. Yep, it was just fake, and, you know, that that dark-haired witch woman, that Lauren Boebert-looking woman, comes up and she's like, Oh, man, I wanted to kill her. Oh, well, I, I can still shoot her, right? Takes the shot. Yeah, she's she has a rifle. She's like, I was hoping to get to use this thing. Oh, well, it's not too late. Uh, she was hoping that she would not step in the trap so she could shoot her from behind, I guess. Yeah, but she just runs up, falls in the trap, and... They got the kid with them here, like, sitting in the wheelchair dude's lap. Just they were hiding out in the woods this whole time or something. And then Who knows? Dale comes out. He's fine. Yeah, he gets up. Like, what did he, he says something like, well, that was a day or something like that. Hell of a day. <laughs> and we get credits as it tells us about October 15th again. <laughs> the fuck is this movie? I don't know. It was just the most random-ass thing that I could find. It was like, Halloween, pussy, trap, kill, kill, sounds bizarre. This movie was fucking terrible. Okay, so we've got a couple of things going on here. Uh, first of all, what the fuck is up with his wife and kid? Nothing is ever explained. And second of all, what the fuck is up with Dale? Because apparently he's immortal. Yeah, and like... Is he their friend, or is he a family member? Did he, was he in Afghanistan? Uh, and so, you know, we got a grim, ha-ha, everyone dies ending, right? Yeah. So it's like trying to be saw crossed with House of a Thousand Corpses, with the weird family, that the, the, the true heroes, of the, and nothing works. It's this totally inconsistent, weird fucking movie. Well, there's no no sympathy at all for any of these characters. At all, there's no... Right, all of them suck. Yeah. Even in Saw, you, you kind of felt bad in one of those people to figure out this puzzle or get out or something. Yeah. Or at least with, like, and, and also with Jigsaw, you can kind of go, oh, okay, dude's dying of cancer. Like, he's had kind of a, a second coming, like, oh, you know, appreciate what life you have, these people aren't... You know, like, you kind of get it. In this case, it's just like... It's like... He says, oh, I want people to learn to appreciate sacrifice, but he just wants to kill them all. He's just a fucking psychopath, along with his wife, yeah, I guess. Even the one girl that has now learned the lesson of sacrifice, they still fucking kill her. Right, so it's never about that in the first place. It's not like she fell in the pit by accident, because the way she's like, oh, I wanted to use this rifle, means that this woman was not going to live. So, I don't know what the fuck this movie is trying to be. And it's like, obviously you have all these, like, ha-ha, funny, like, the bad guys are funny, ha-ha-ha-ha, you know, the, again, it's the House of a Thousand Corpses totally thing, right? right like about that. They're doing the kooky House of a Thousand Corpses family. It's like, alright, well, what do you want to do? You want to do, like, black humor cannibal family, or do you want to do torture porn? You know, and that also, it, that black humor... Halloween family is the uh, reason they have the uh, stupid trick-or-treaters that come up to this nothing house. They're just comic relief, basically. 
Yeah, it doesn't. The movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Like for the most part, I would say seventy-five percent of the movie, it's like pretty straight, like Saw-style torture porn sort of generic shit with pretty good practical effects and miserable characters. So there were uh, full names. I'm looking at the cast listing now. Um, Amber Stardust was that girl's name. Dale. Any relation? Any relation to Ziggy? Uh, probably. <laughs> Just in her own mind, though. Um, the actress was in kickboxer movies. She's actually Thai. Yeah, I did not get that from watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow, she's a, a master of Ma Thai, and, you know, it's in kickboxer retaliation. And, um. Also. Shark to Halloween. Yeah, and also Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. She was in the Asylums movie Twelve Twelve Twelve, which was directed by the same guy as this. I was I was going to bring this up that uh, that our, our director has done many an Asylum film. <laughs> yes, he has. He did uh, Atlantic Rim, which I watched for the site way back in the day. You watched several Asylum films for the site back in the day. You've probably seen many of his fine films. Yes, this girl was also in uh, what was it? Cowboys versus Dinosaurs from the Asylum, Jurassic City, and uh, Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. We also have Which? the character of DJ Speed. So he wasn't just Speed; he was DJ Speed. That's right, because he's acting like an idiot on stage, like on the turntables on this punk band. Um, the Mastermind is played by Jed Rowan, but voiced by Dave Mustaine, who we all know from Megadeth. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Megadeth's a good band, though. They are. Motherfucker can play guitar, I will say that. Misty, her full name was Misty Megan Strange. <laughs> like that mattered at all. <laughs> nope. Bridget's grandmother... Oh, okay, yeah, the woman that shows up in The One Hallucination. That has no relevance to anything, yeah. Oh, she's got a link on Wikipedia. She's been in movies. Hell, she won an Academy Award, apparently. Ah, uh, somebody needed shoes. <laughs> yeah. In 1940-something, though. Yeah, no, in 1944, she won a Juvenile Academy Award for Meet Me in St. Louis. Ah. Uh. Yes. Um, and the only other one that's got a link next to the name, Paul Logan has Captain Lewis. And I don't remember a character named Captain Lewis. I don't remember a character named Captain Lewis either. Yeah. The director, of course, Jared Cohen, did a ton of Asylum films. We'll probably revisit him again, maybe. I don't know. I don't Most likely. So. Little I mean, it sounds like something we would do. That does sound like something we would do. Um we are definitely seeing that, that Amber Girl again, because now that I know this movie called Jurassic City exists, I have to, <laughs> have to do it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the Asylum movie of just in... Dino-sploitation. Yeah, dino-sploitation. He also directed... Street Survivors, the true lo story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash. Which, this is exploitation that we have to do, because it's not 
really the true story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash. It's a shitty ass exploitation film by the asylum. Oh, you're gonna make me do an asylum month, aren't you? Oh, we might sometime. God damn it! But yeah, because this is pretty close to an asylum film. <laughs> I mean, it, it has cast and director who are asylum veterans. This might as well have been. Yeah. But that was a Halloween pussy trap kill kill. Um, I regret it. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, again, there are some good things about it. I like some of the cinematography. The soundtrack is actually really good. Yeah, the soundtrack uh, but, is, um, except a lot of times, it's, it sounds like punk sometimes, and sometimes it's that really moody, typo-negative stuff. Yeah, it's got a lot of industrial things going on, dark wave sort of stuff. And I think that works pretty well. Works well for the movie. It looks actually, and I, I should just say this, it looks good. Well, yeah. Um, it, it, it doesn't look budget. like... It doesn't look like it's shot on shittio most of the time, though, which is a pretty big... Uh, Pretty big upgrade from some of the shit we watch. It's pretty bad. It's bad. Like this movie makes no sense. I, the, like I said, the biggest problem I have with it is the tonal inconsistency. It doesn't want to be anything. If like it had just been a straight saw ripoff, it would be like okay, it's kind of a meh saw ripoff. Like okay, not the worst movie I've seen. But it's just like it doesn't know what it's doing, and it's like they had two writers. It's like the you know the story of the haunted mansion at Disneyland. Where they had, like, one guy who wanted to make it, like, goofy and silly, and the other guy wanted to make it, like, creepy and, and so it's like, and so it's both. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened here. Yeah. Because you have, like, oh, we're going to try to do soft exploitation, but then let's toss in this lady, and it makes no the sense. Weird daughter... Question mark. It was apparently in her seventies. <laughs> I did not understand that at all. Yeah, um, the movie makes no sense. There, there are other questions I have. How the hell did that dude get out of Afghanistan? How did he get out of the basement to answer the door for those kids? <laughs> I guess that is a more immediate, direct question to ask. Yeah. The movie, it's just... And it feels like maybe if I knew this band, I don't know. Because apparently they're a real band. Are they? I don't know. Well, the the, the credits advertise a live performance by Kill Pussy Kill. So I'm like, oh, is that a draw for fans of Kill Pussy Kill? But looking it up, no, there's no... Oh, no, there's a uh, Facebook page. With the women that we just saw in the movie. Yeah, and they have a channel on Spotify. It's the same women. And they're dressed exactly as they were in the movie. In fact, I think that their Facebook page, it's just a shot from the movie. Pretty sure this is like, again, this is like um, Josie and the Pussycats were created for this movie. Oh, yeah, and their last thing that they posted on their Facebook page was October 8, 2018, saying, oh, Watch Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill on Hulu. That was on Hulu at the time. At the time. It's probably not there now. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're done with it. and That was just a weird Halloween movie. We'll find a way to do the one we wanted to do this year. 
It said it was coming oh. soon on Tubi. Yeah. Um. So I I I want to say though, Richard Rico, awesome. Yeah, Richard Rico is fine. He's very entertaining. <laughs> like, why am I cheering for this crazy motherfucker? Because he does. Oh, that's right. Because you're the only entertaining part. Uh, yeah, he the only entertaining part of the movie. <laughs> Got it. He doesn't care at all about what's going on. The character. Um, and Richard Grieco is putting in a performance. He's putting on this fake accent and everything. You know, he's trying. <laughs> and he's succeeding because he's the only entertaining thing. Yeah. But next week we are doing the... Uh, Freeway. From oh yes. Yes, Freeway is next week, and that's a good movie. It's well, it's better than this, but most things are better than this. Yeah, I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty narrow, uh, narrow thing there. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, has contributor once said. <laughs> Getting the plague was the worst experience of my life. This movie was a close second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so join us next week for Freeway. Uh, let me pull up the outro. That was our episode on Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. Hope you enjoyed it. The episode. I know you didn't enjoy the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like what we do, make sure to leave a review to let others know. Help get the word out. For more episodes, check out our website, exploititpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at podcastexploit, or on Instagram, at exploititpodcast. Or contact us at exploititpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time as we look at Freeway. Freeway.